Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It is July 13th, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, Monday Night Raw. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Here to talk about uh, the least consequential. Oh, Raj with the music already. All right. (laughs) Raj has been gripping everyone. That was the only way I could get through this episode. (laughs) I busted out my Bud Light with orange. Spoken like a true alcoholic, I guess. (laughs) It was rough. (laughs) Just like so much time passed and so little happened. You know, man, I, I was saying this, I, I tweeted this, and it just made me think. It's like, is today's wrestling just not for me? Like, is this <laughs> not my is this not my product? Like, is it I, I thought to the, I just thought it was so boring. And I and I, I made the point like WCW in 2000 was terrible, it was bad, but I found it more easy to watch than this because today we, it's just so boring. We had the hope. That the young blood or the new blood, rather, yeah, yeah, we're going to be and the millionaires super, club, maybe, <laughs> maybe stars one day. So we right. at least had hope, you know. Now it's like, no, no. I wonder, am I? Just we know old? where it is. Have I passed the business by? Hmm. Five years ago was good. Five years ago was Bailey no. versus Sasha take over Brooklyn. <laughs> that was good. That one match, yes, that one match was good. That yes. whole takeover was pretty awesome. That was great. Yeah. NXT. Yeah. It's really NXT. And takeovers are good. NXT. You'd rather watch an old hour long NXT. I mean, we did tonight. just get to see Adam versus freaking uh, what's his name, which is amazing. Keith Lee. Yeah, Keith yeah. Lee. That was great. Uh, the rest of the show was crap. I mean, not crap, but it was just. Yeah, can you name one other match from that show? I, I was going to say my next sentence. It's better than what we had to watch tonight. But yes. That should not be the barometer. Yeah. I, I know. know. They had Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens in the first NXT ladder match. Uh, Tyler Breeze versus Liger. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. It is the best show with AEW. SmackDown mm. and Raw. I hate. I think AEW has been weak as well. I, I wrestling just in this current environment is not doing it for me. AEW, nothing feels big. It's just so. Do we have to give them a pass because like there's no fans and you're a huge fan, pun intended, of reactions from the fans and stuff. 
It's also storytelling. Like MJF and Cody was great, right? That was earlier this year. They did yeah. an amazing job with that. There's just not, nothing like that right now. Would you Edge and Randy just, Orton. Would you like it just as much in an empty arena, though? Hmm. I, I'd like it more than what we get right now. But I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, it, 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 it does make a big difference. But uh, I'd rather they try something than nothing. And I feel like there's nothing going on right now. Yeah, they're why, not really trying. Why not? If you're WWE, why not make every match? I don't, I'm sure it's hard, but they could do it, right? They're a billion dollar company. Make every match cinematic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I ser- like. I think you get our truth and Tazawa. Let them film like a backyard wrestling match. Just give them a. They, they could use their phones. You know, they don't even need a camera crew. They could go out there and probably shoot something more entertaining than what we saw on TV tonight. Something just make your wrestlers feel like stars. Like, no one feels like a star anymore. Okay. But how do you make somebody feel like a star with nobody cheering you? Well, you do it beforehand. I mean, they're trying to do it with Drew, but... It's it tough. Just, it, yeah. yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't know. I, 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 this wrestling's not for me. Like <laughs> it's when, tough when, to watch. When Becky got white hot, a lot of that for me was her sit, standing out in the crowd with a bloody yeah. nose and her nose like facing that way. Yeah, talking that was awesome. smack and shooting from the stands. With her arms out, it's like, yeah, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> it was yes. awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, something. And with AEW, we were talking about this uh, before uh, the show, Matt. I think with AEW, it feels like they're just sort of running in place right now. And they yeah. have some moments. Yeah. But... Yeah, that stinks, but you're right. You know, no one's really pushing. MJF the media has forward. cooled off. He's not near as hot as he was. AEW. I mean, you have those hardcore AEW fans that they can do no wrong. But the honest to god opinion is that they have not been doing anything these last uh, couple months. They've just been kind of running in place. So uh, there you have it, folks. Roger's going to shut down the site. Uh, the podcast is going to become all about Cobra Kai. Uh, Roger's going to retire to uh, playing bocce ball. Cobra Kai Inc. <laughs> and uh you know matt's gonna move on to politics i go back to my day job and uh we'll have a reunion in a couple of years it was, you know? it was a nice run yeah yeah justin lopez thank you for the 9.99 uh super chat let's put it this way fellas i was more entertained on the nba bubble twitter account watching <laughs> videos of nba players complain about their accommodations and food at Disney <laughs> watching rock <laughs> good job justin <laughs> Thank you, Ahmed, saying just came to say hi. Good night. Thank you, sir. What about us? (laughs) Please don't compare it to 2000 WCW. Nothing that bad, but it it was terrible. But. Leonzo, you still had huge household names and the supposed up-and-comers that did look like a million bucks for what it's worth. The Sean O'Hare's, these Chuck Palumbo's that we didn't know really who they were just yet. I could see them becoming stars if you go back in time and rewatch it. You know, at least there was an unknown, right? Maybe right. a fingers crossed. Let's see what happens. Somewhat. Yeah. And you still had Goldberg. You still had Sting. I mean, those guys were legit stars. Like, yes. he, they were over. Yeah. Uh, no. Antoine saying, I'm with Matt. This wrestling without fans is trash. <laughs> it's affecting the perception of the shows. For all shows, fans are needed to make wrestling great again. Yeah. I can't believe I said that last part, but yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he's absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, WCW's 2000. It was, it was, 
illogical and 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 really bad but it also it wasn't as boring <laughs> you know what else it did have and we're underrating it at the time people were shooting now right so like when they brought new blood out in the ring and they brought russo out and bischoff look at back yes corny as hell but at the time yeah i thought that was a big deal because it was the first time i could have sworn we saw russo i could be right I'll bear it back. One of the first, one of the first times. Russo was ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he they were doing the the. So like writers now, and what I read on the internet, I got to see like their faces. Now they were real people. Like that was a new thing back then, as yeah. I recall. So right. it kind of felt groundbreaking somewhat at the time. I'm trying to go back. So I remember watching it with my college roommates. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, you know who that is? That's the guy that writes for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, it was embarrassingly bad. A security officer saying WCW's on the It was. I mean, it was really bad. It was a train wreck. I mean, we're getting a lot of these, but it was terrible. By no means am I saying it was good, but I'd yeah. rather watch that than three hours of this. Of the same looking wrestlers, of yeah. the same size, same stature, same promo ability, the same look. Yeah. T- tell me what I'm missing, fans. I don't want to come on here and crap on this show. I got no. a thousand other things to do. I mm-hmm. wish I was excited about the business the way, you know, at one time as a fan, not as a wrestler, as a fan, that I was even when I was a wrestler, I was still a huge mark for it. Yeah. To go by go back and watch it, you know, than I am now. And it stinks. Yeah. I do got to say real quick for our fans in India, uh, best wishes to Amitabh and Abhishek Bachchan, uh, Amitabh. If you've ever seen Slumdog Millionaire, he's the actor that, yeah. that in the beginning the kid wants. He like goes through the the toilet to get to him, like through the sewage oh, system. Oh, that's him. I mean, he's not actually in the movie, but that's who he's. Uh-huh. The, the, yeah, that's who he's trying to get to. Amitabh, a legend. He was Stone Cold before Stone Cold. He was the anti-authority, like almost like a John Wayne figure in Andy yeah. movies. Just uh, my childhood icon, and. Wow. Um, just wishing the best for him. Absolutely. He's, uh, he's, yeah, I mean, it's hard to describe to people that don't know. Uh, it, it would be like Michael Jackson meets Clint Eastwood, something similar to that. Michael Jackson pre scandal meeting Clint Eastwood. I mean, it's, it's just hard, but he's a, he's a mega icon. So, you know, and, hoping for the best. And for the fans listening, he tested positive, uh, yeah. for the coronavirus. Um, Him and his son. And at his age, setting the fear, obviously. Um, really quick, tell the fans at home, like you said, he was like, kind of like stone cold before stone cold, the anti-authority. Like what, what, what did he do? Well, like his movies, he was always kind of like, uh, he was kind of like anti, uh, the establishment. So in most of his parts he played. Yeah. In in the seventies and eighties, he was that, that, uh, he was very large in life, just cool, had cool lines, but was usually kind of like not a villain. He was the hero, but the anti-hero. And, uh, yeah, like he was, uh. He, you know, he was, uh, yeah, he was the anti. It was very Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was Stone Cold before Stone Cold was there. Did, so. did you like posters of him and stuff when you were a kid? Kind of. A thing, I have them down. Just... If you if you come to my basement, uh, our game room and and uh, basement, all the posters uh, are of him. Like it's wow. the, the hand the handmade uh, Indian posters were. Oh wow! It was like uh, just really cool. Like the yeah. Well, anyway, really really quick. To be a total heel here. What else is in this game room of yours, Raj? I got a poker table. I got a, a bar. A, a, what? A, a theater. 
uh, <laughs> uh, 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 my workout room. It's a, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. You got to man. Next time you come to Colorado, I want to come. <laughs> yes, yeah. Take you to the country club. Go golfing with Bobby Lashley. Absolutely. <laughs> a theater. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet. Good stuff, Raj. <laughs> I'm sure you've worked hard to get it. So good for yeah, you. I think. Yeah. Man, next time you're in Northern California, you can come stay at my 1,400 square foot condo where we have a room that the cats have overtaken, but there's a twin size bed there that I think uh, you'll fit in <laughs> quite uncomfortably. You guys will all sleep work. together, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we got? We got some super chats here. I have a guest room, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Who's now you that? put it that way. We want to go down to the watch some wrestling. Right. Was that Antoine? Was that Antoine? That was Antoine. Antoine's always killing it. <laughs> that was, that was good. <laughs> our, our, our chat room is funnier than we are. Seriously. I know. They definitely are. I know. We just put their messages up. Uh, let's see. We had uh Oh, um, here we go. Uh, Christopher Mealy, $10. Oh, thank you, Christopher. Do you think women's wrestling and podcasts like yours are keeping the industry relevant? AEW should be <clears throat> the wrestlers are somewhat irrelevant, especially the new ones that are losing to say. Hang on, I'll read that again. AEW should be, but they're, wait, do you think women's wrestling and podcasts like yours are keeping the industry relevant? Oh, like if there wasn't podcasts or women's wrestling right now, where would wrestling be, is what he's saying, right? Yeah. Uh, not yeah. ours in particular. But not ours in particular, like but, but, but yeah. I think there's something to it. But the other thing about this is a lot of the podcasts are about back when wrestling was at its peak, too, no? Like between the different bigger ones out there, and you go back and you watch them. And, I, <clears> and unfortunately, if fans do that, and then they come back to today's wrestling, they're like, well, crap. Now I see what everyone was talking about with this attitude error business. Wrestling was awesome. <laughs> I think it's also the social, the socialization of it, right? I mean, because podcasts weren't a thing like ten years ago. Actually, they were. Rush. Um, I worked for a podcasting company ten years. But ago. like, not not near <laughs> the level as. I mean, they were there, but not near as popular as they are now. Originally, yeah, the medium came about. Well, originally the medium came out in the early 2000s, uh, yeah, was called audio blogging, and then the term podcast was dubbed in the Guardian newspaper in 2003. Um, it's not like I wrote a book about podcasts advertising right. in the industry or anything. But, I was but, still um, wrestling in but before 10, I don't remember yeah. being interviewed. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't Colt recall. Cabana. Colt Cabana is the reason wrestling. Colt, but that was like 2010. Yes. Colt was. Yeah. yeah. And there were podcasts. Um, you know what really saved the podcast business was the, the iPhone. Because before you used to have your iPod, you had to hook it up to your computer using a very slow transfer cable. You had to download it to your computer, then sync it to your phone, right. then listen to it later. Right. Like the the or to your iPod, the iPhone is what changed everything because then you could listen to it on the go, one click of a button. And now everyone and their mother has a podcast. It's yes. true. There are over a million in the Apple Podcast directory mm -hmm. alone. There you go. Yes, Jeez, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone, uh, Alonzo, we're going to talk about Raw. We're Must trying we? to avoid it here. Uh, Antoine Fair, uh, Glenn with the corporate cane haircut. This is uh, nine days of growth here. So that's coming back. You, you My beard, like the, this is three days. You look like the biggest badass out of the three of us right now. Man, you uh, look like you're going to F us up. 
Like you're AWOL. <laughs> you're AWOL from the military, and you're yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan L. Buck ninety nine skipped raw, but still watching the podcast. Uh, Someone's asking why to go off crap. camera. I was wearing an undershirt, and I was like, it's too hot for an undershirt. Right. Had to, so really out of that. Yeah, somebody else was like, uh, Anthony, why party at Raj's with Raj? Do you have like a disco set up in the in the downstairs basement? Uh, we do have a dance area, yeah. <laughs> what a dance area, yeah. <laughs> we do, we have a dance stage. <laughs> you know, Matt, right before this started, uh, Raj dropped on me that he's very this, good at moving. I feel like our, our basement's sounding huge right now, it's not it, that it big, is. but. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt Raj drops on me right before going there. He's like, you know, I can moonwalk really well. I, am, I actually am a genius at moonwalking. Yeah. Oh my God, folks! If you stick around to the end of the podcast, you're gonna see Raj Gary front moonwalking. He's I don't think we can get my feet, but I could do the forward moonwalk and the backwards. Yeah. Oh wow! I, I used to be. I'm too uncoordinated now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Natalie, five dollars. I want Sasha to beat Oscar. I feel like it would add more heat to when Sasha and Bailey break up. Also. Who do you feel oh. is the next big women's star? Well, I think we saw her tonight with Bianca Belair on Raw finally. But I'm what do you fine. think uh, at Extreme Rules on Sunday? Do you think Sasha has a chance of going over Asuka given what a ratings draw she has right now? Asuka being the ratings draw? No, well, Sasha? Sasha. I mean, Sasha's yeah. proven it again yes. and again. Um, her point and Natalie's point, she makes a good one that does make logical sense in what she's saying. Although, I don't think you have to do it here by hurting Asuka to do this. I don't. Um, they need to get Asuka back to that undefeated, you know, badass, in my opinion. Because regardless, she's going to break and go against Bailey no matter what. Right, Sasha? Yeah. So why harm Asuka along the way? I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough question, Natalie. That's a tough one. It's tough because I, I feel like they've been waiting forever on Sasha. I think Sasha is their biggest potential star she has it and uh she does i, I feel like she they're does. wasting it i i i think uh i tweeted this earlier i don't know if this is in in today's day and age i don't know if this is uh controversial but uh -oh. I think, here we go i think <laughs> sasha is the hottest woman in women's wrestling she has the look she has the well, the swagger just everything but yeah, that, you mean the hottest, like, like she's on fire right now. Not like, oh, she's no, the no, hottest. Like, most oh, okay, <laughs> Good Lord. Um, she, no, like a, in baseball, you'd say she's like a fine-tuned player, right? She can play every position you put her in, and she's going to do really well. But right now, she needs to be the cleanup hitter because she's she's pulling on, she's clicking on all cylinders right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, Antoine Fair, good question. Can you remember when Bailey got a pin win in a tag team match? It seems like Sasha gets the win every time. It does seem <clears> like that, but I think Bailey might have gotten one. I'm sure it she is. Does. Maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe. Well, well Sasha is challenging for the title, so you want to. Yeah, and against she, Sasha. I mean, her beating Kyrie was the only logical. I tweeted that days ago, or at least earlier tonight, that there's no <laughs> other. Raj has lost all sense of time. I know. Man, it's been a rough week, but uh, I, I did, you know, there there was no other logical solution than Sasha beating Kyrie, you know, in that match. Well, uh, you know, we're talking about Raja's basement in the VIP lounge. Raw opened tonight with MVP out for an edition of the VIP lounge. Not as nice as Raja's basement. I'll, I'll, I'll do a tour later. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, then uh, brought out Drew, or Dolph Ziggler. Drew McIntyre. Um, I don't know. Is there any heat behind this feud? Does anyone think that Dolph has a snowball's chance in hell of winning? 
No. Is there one person? If there's one person in the chat that thinks Dolph is winning, let us know so we can Dolph, rip you. <laughs> Dolph, does, Dolph doesn't even think Dolph will win. No. You can see it in his face. It's like, I'm here to, I'm a placeholder. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd rather they just oh, skip. Why, There's no old Dolph, Matt. Just skip the world. To, you know, you don't need both titles <laughs> on the line every month. Just do one or the other. You don't have to do these throwaway matches like they did with Braun and uh, Miz and Morrison. Just skip it. Anyway. I feel like this is insulting to our intelligences fans. The idea that Dolph has a legitimate shot at it this is. title. That's a good way to say it. It is. And that's why it's a waste of time. Yeah. yeah. No one thinks that. Anyway, if they if they would have brought back Bobby Roode even and been like, oh, maybe they're giving Bobby Roode a push. Maybe this is you know going to be a surprise upset. But the fact that it's Dolph in particular is what makes it so unbelievable. If it was gender, I would think maybe there's a fifty fifty chance. And uh, you know, I, I, Dolph is a, he's an underutilized talent. Like he is never he? quite quite got to where he should be because. He, he, he's been treated like a developed, you know, like an enhancement talent all the time. Yeah, but he has, he has the look, he has the skill, he has everything that you would need, but they kept him with the dorky name and never uh, fully utilized him, in my opinion. He has that, like... He's on TV all the time. I feel like... He, but he's losing all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's very kind of cartoony. Yeah, and the name by itself is very cartoony. It's hard, it's hard to take... Someone named Dolph Ziggler, seriously. Yeah, I don't get it. Bobby Roode, by the way, uh, some people in the chat are asking. He's in Canada. He's in Canada. And uh, I don't know if, I don't know, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with that. Yep. With what? What do you mean? Are the borders opening up, like Canada to the U.S.? Mm. Why do I think Kevin Owens came back? He didn't? I think no, he Owens lived in Florida. Yeah, he has a house in Florida. Okay. I thought he was up north with his family. Oh, it was his in-laws that happened to yeah. him. Okay. Yeah, I think is Sammy up north? Uh, mm-hmm. But Sammy is choosing not to go oh. right now. But, yeah. Which I respect. Yeah, absolutely. Roman Reigns, too. I mean, I Roman Reigns is like a... Uh, I do not respect that. Yeah, he's. it was very prophetic. Pro- prophetic? Pro- what's that word? Yes, yes, prophetic. Yeah. Glenn, was it... Check. Prophetic? Yeah. Is that the word? Well, Is that right? Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about he's accurately describing or predicting what yes. happens in the future. Yes. Prof- yeah. Prophetic. Prophetic. Everybody's <laughs> talking about the prophecy. The more you learn, folks, right here on Wrestling Game Podcast. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ooh, the prophecy, though, with Christopher Walken. Did you ever see that movie? No, but I will point out the noise that, Glenn, that Raj just made proves our childhood was better than yours <laughs> watching this. Seriously, if you want to see a badass science fiction film, that's based on like religion and the concept of angels being badasses. The prophecy with Christopher Walken is huh. fan freaking tastic. Dang it. I'm usually it's up very to everything good. you throw out there. I haven't seen that. Plays the Archangel Gabriel. There's a war in heaven and they're trying to recruit the great military minds on earth to defeat the war in heaven. It's, it's crazy. It's so hmm. good. Deep in mythology. Uh, I love it. It's the most interesting uh, biblical mythology uh, story I've seen in quite some time. Is it a comedy uh, or is it real? No, I mean, it, like, like science, it feels like the Terminator when you're watching. Is it like so the it, Devil's Advocate, like that that kind of nah, movie? Yeah, Devil's Advocate was hokey. This is like they play it straight up. Mm. 
You know, uh, you didn't it's like very, the Devil's Advocate. Yeah, but, I mean, Pacino was so over the top in that. Like Pacino, after Son of a Woman, as as Satan <laughs> would be. Yes, I don't want to spoil who plays Satan in the prophecy, but it's pretty badass. Pacino like, once said, yeah. Son of a Woman it happened, and he's you know, he he got he really went into overacting. Now, I love Heat. Heat's like the big fat ass when that from that movie. <laughs> Heat's uh, easily, easily not going away. Rob Geary's getting canceled tonight, folks. Enjoy it. Enjoy this while it lasts. Uh, right. we'll, we'll get to the second segment on Raw here soon. That's really good. <laughs> Why didn't they put Randy and Drew together? It's beyond me. That's SummerSlam. Yes. You don't want to, yeah, you don't want to blow your big matches on, you know, off too quick. They need to book Asuka better. I'm interested. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Asuka, they're yeah. doing a, a better job with her than they have in the past. But, in the uh, past. But the, the, the women's title has been oh. kind of an afterthought in a lot of ways. Well, honestly. let me ask this question because this is how I decide Asuka usually. Her, when she's in the ring and that bell sounds, do you not think she's a total badass? I do. Absolutely. No, yeah. I agree. But storyline-wise, has she been like um, – are you like – that's going to be the main event of this pay-per-view. Like that's going to be the last man, the last match. And- I think with her, it's so much because they don't give her promo time usually, right? She doesn't get a lot to say. So mm-hmm. because of that, she's one of those like they booked her in NXT. They they book her to be a badass around her in ring and, and her wrestling, yeah. being so far superior to everybody. That's why you got to get her back to being undefeated again. Yeah, give her that aura. DJ Ryfeg, do you see Drew eventually losing the title to Orton at SummerSlam? Um, I, I mean, just, we did say this because as far as recognizability, whatever the word is, brand identification, right? When the ratings are down, we know Vince falls back to the right. the, go, the go-to horses. And Randy's a bigger name, like him or not, he is. And to be honest, he's done very well lately for that company. I, I thought that guy was dead and buried. Two years ago, I would say, as far as giving up and just kind of going through the motions and chilling in third gear, even though his third gear is better than most people's fifth gear. We've got fifth gear or fourth gear, I'd say, Randy, again, which is better than most. He's having a renaissance. Randy Orton's have been awesome. Yeah, Um, with ass. Yeah. Uh, Baby Maharaj is asking, Matt, why don't you turn your iconic shoot on internet fans into your gimmick and be a bully heel who buries and trolls Dude, Baby Maharaja, that was what I was, I swear as <laughs> God is my witness. I was in uh, Italy when I shot that. I remember it like yesterday. Except for my sweet, frosted, uh, blonde tips, yo. Um, I look like I ate, like I said, I ate an NSYNC uh, uh, member. But nonetheless, that was, I remember Mark Jindrak, we were starting a reality show called Mark and Matt Live. And that was my idea, I swear to God, was because the internet was, you could still kind of work the internet with these shoot interviews back then. And that was my intent, to just let everything fly and be like the Biff, the Biff Tannen, to be mm-hmm. a, just absolute D-I-C-K and <laughs> have everybody shoot hate me. And then hopefully people would want to book me to see me get beat on the indies. But then I started working more in Japan. I was just like, oh, this isn't going to translate ever. So, you know, it just didn't work. You know, have, you, have you ever rooted for someone with frosted blonde tips? <laughs> Never. Back then, it was cool. I'll have you it was cool. My, my hairstylist lady told me. I had highlights. <laughs> I, I had the tips at, at one point. 
<laughs> actually, I actually had uh, frost in my hair back in the day. It's, really? Yes. Well, it was like this bronze stuff that was. Did you have was, a? Did you have a metal link? Not metal link. What was it? A, a fence link? Uh, like a tattoo around your bicep? <laughs> like barbed wire. The, the, like the chain. Barbed wire. There we go. Barbed wire. No. No. I remember the most expensive haircut I ever got was like a hundred dollars, and they put the cap on and pulled the hairs through to bleach the the frosted tips. And I was like, why don't I just dye my hair blonde and grow it out? It's cheaper. So I just started doing that. Uh, but it's the silliest I've ever felt with a haircut. Um, uh, Matt Velasquez saying there's a better chance of an actual eye being pulled out on Sunday than Dolph winning the title. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, um, so. Sorry, catching up here. Yeah, okay, so we had this grudge match, a night of grudge <laughs> matches. Like, what was that? Did, did was that was that even? No, I may have had a couple beers tonight, but I didn't really feel this grudge match theme throughout the evening. It's like them trying to push the word grit when Edge and, and Randy were doing the thing. That's what that felt like tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, did a, a near record low last week rating. Uh, it was point zero zero one. Uh, you know. You know, from the all-time record low, trying to give it a good gimmick, but yeah, this is where you need stars, and that's DJ Carter's point. Four ninety-nine to say if in twenty twenty, Randy Orton's the best option for WWE champion. This says a lot about where the company is as far as new superstars. (laughs) It does, and it shows you that the only reason Randy is Randy is because he got to come at a time when they still were trying desperately to create that next superstar that was bigger than the brand. He's still wrestling, but the newest crop, that is not what they're doing. WWE brand is bigger than everybody else, and this is what happens. You have paint-by-number shows now with paint-by-numbers wrestlers. Because this, I mean, the Viking Raiders versus Angel Garza and Andrade, Angel Garza getting the win. I mean, if I tuned in tonight and we open with, hey, let's hype our big match for Extreme Rules, it's going to be Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre for the championship, and now here's the Viking Raiders. I mean... Click, yeah. click, 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 click. I think I'd throw my remote at the TV, actually. I think the weather channel was, seemed like a pleasant distraction tonight compared to the yeah. start to Raw. Well, I don't know how you guys were back in, in the 90s, but back in that, you know, during that time, I'd be like, hey, you guys got to check this out. You guys got to watch this. There's nothing like that on these shows where I'm like, you know, like you need Trying to tell recruit. people. Yeah. Right. Try- yeah. Like getting new fans in. Yep. That's how it was. You're absolutely right. I'm not going to be like, hey, you guys got to watch this Viking Raiders versus Angel Garza. (laughs) Uh, Again, before we went out to nightclubs and stuff and bars when I was in college, right? We watched this stuff. This was part of our pregame ritual. I'm not joking. That's how cool wrestling was. Stone Cold coming in on the Zamboni. You're like, watch this. And somebody didn't watch it before. Like, we had like a dance team come in for crying out loud and watch with us. And they didn't watch it all the time. Like, wow, who are these guys? You could tell they thought they were cool, too. Right. Sound like that? Yeah, not even I mean, they, close. They should have done more. I would have built up more of the main event. I would have had more tonight. With to be the story fair, of Sasha, we were very beneficial of this. And I was explaining this to somebody the other day about marketing one on one. It was WWE's intent, if you remember, back when we were younger, and it was called Cradle to the Grave. We were part of the generation that they started off with us as children mm-hmm. during cartoon rock and wrestling, Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling, and crescendoing with us in age and maturity you'll remember to now we're getting in that college age level um if you're a guy you're now into girls right big time or whatever and sexuality now becomes a big thing in your life 
WWE was right there every step of the way with us as we matured as young men um, and so on and so forth. And now I feel like we've grown. We're 40 something years old. They've kind of like hit the reset button again because they became PG. Um, the, and that maybe the next generation thinks this is cool. I, I don't know. They don't, though. We're not seeing that. <laughs> With that's the ratings, the problem, right? That's the problem, yeah. So we're, we're not just old. Record and, lows. and there isn't eight year olds out there going bananas for all this? We, I don't know. I'm sure there are some, but uh, it, it's not the hip thing okay. like it was back in the day, for sure. Antoine Fair, $5, saying, Matt, with your point of WWE not trying to build big stars, mm -hmm. but would that apply to Roman Reigns? I feel like they, they were tried. trying to make him bigger than life. And I think yes. they were succeeding. They're, they're doing that with Drew right now. Yeah. To I Cena mean, level? No, listen, Cena's the Drew last hasn't lost a match this year. It doesn't matter. He's not on my. He's not on Nickelodeon. I don't see him on TV. I don't see him in other venues and other, you know, genres. That's what WWE was doing with their talents back in the day. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of the problem is with this pandemic. If you're trying to build stars right now, it's going to backfire because ultimately you can't because if you don't have the crowd reactions and everything, you, you don't Which have the other. It. Yeah, exactly, and you don't have the other. Uh, uh, the other areas where you could push them, you know, take them on Good Morning America and things like yes. that. Yes. Well, they're on the Today Show. They always have like the WrestleMania winners on there. Actually, NBC Universal. No, but right now they don't. Yeah. Now I they don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't well, know. That's I, what I mean. I think they tried to with Roman. Um, it backfired. Um, unfortunately, he would have been the last of them, I would argue. I still think Roman is the biggest star of this era. Like, if he comes out. You know, you like putting he, him on Mount Rushmore. I heard somebody the other day put John Cena on wrestling's Mount Rushmore. If he did a post 2010, yeah, like post 2010, who I mean, there's like no one. It's like so being Reigns and Jericho, <laughs> Reigns, Jericho, Tessa Blanchard. No, Daniel Bryan, you're, no, no. you're, you're not comparing the Hulk Hogan, no. Bruno San Martino. No, uh, post 2010. Different world, though. Matt, how many rock stars in the last 10 years have become no as big as when we were growing up? When we were growing up, yeah, I bet you right now you can name 20 just, big singles yeah, acts from I the think, 80s. I, I think I'm incredibly out of touch when it comes to music, though, to be fair. I can't judge that. But that's the point. You don't think in the 80s everyone knew who Madonna, Cindy Lauper, Prince, Michael Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, Joan Jett, Pat Benatar, yes. Yes. Uh, The Police with Sting. Like, Phil right. Collins, everybody knew these names. Well, here, let me put this on there. And, and a lot of people are going to lose their mind with one of these names. <clears throat> Goldberg, Stone Cold, Rock, and Hogan. And that, that just changed business. You know, like 98, 99, that was epic. Those four <clears throat> names, that just changed everything. I, I will also argue they had the benefit of just transitioning from doink and cartoon wrestling right so oh my god but but what they just did is real bro they're using real names no no you understand this is real hulk's really a bad guy in real life too look look what's happening like seriously we had that benefit of that being a brand new whatever you want to call it to wrestling the you can do that now landscape. <laughs> what would you do with it would you believe it's real i wouldn't i mean jericho <clears throat> right now is up there it's yeah I think it's Jericho. Think, if you go post two thousand ten, so I think it's Jericho would, Reigns Rollins. Would you put Jericho versus Orange Cassidy? Oh, okay. I don't, no, not Orange Cassidy. But they're matched. Like I'm saying, I don't think oh, it's no. Goldberg or Stone Cold back in that era. No, 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 stuck not in a match no. like that and no. having to sell for ridiculous fake kicks. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, don't I know. think 
Like yeah. I'm saying, maybe I'm out of touch. No, I mean, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the numbers show you that you're right. Like uh, Jericho versus Orange Cassidy got destroyed in total viewers by NXT, the developmental brand. And ultimately, that is the reality. Ooh, 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 but the demographics, Raj, the 18 to 49 demographic. Even then, they beat him by like 4,000 viewers. And Chris Jericho makes more than everyone on NXT combined. So sure. I don't think that could be viewed as a, a huge success. Anyway. But speaking of future talent, Bianca Belair mm. was on Monday Night Raw tonight. This but huge. paired this with good. Ruby Riot, though. Which... That part stunk. Okay, yeah. fine. Uh, I mean, She's basically pulling it for her. Liv Morgan. Which is, I mean, that that is the part that should make you irate. That they put Bianca on, not because Bianca's the future, but like Liv was out. Let's yeah. throw Bianca something. Which worries me, because is she stuck as a Paul Heyman project or something? Is that what they're thinking? Is that why they're looking at her this way? I mean, come on, because this answers our question about them not making new superstars. Back in the day, Vince wouldn't give a crap. Whose pet project was who? He wouldn't care. He'd say, holy crap, this person's a star or they're not. And there's no way in hell he's watching that monitor and seeing anything but what the rest of us are seeing, which is, holy crap, she's a star. What do we have to do to start booking her properly, guys? Get around her, figure out what you got to do. She's the next big thing in the women's division. Like, I, so mean, I look, I look at her these games. Yeah, I look at her as a, it's a can't miss. I don't. I don't. <sighs> Where's her weakness? Somebody please introduce it to me because I'm yeah. yet to see it. I think if they keep this Charisma, going, she's strong. It's oh, believable. So, like, even it's not like Alexa me. Bliss. Alexa Bliss has star qualities yes you don't believe her beating someone's ass bianca belair you do yes yes you You know um i think they need to have ruby turn heel on bianca give her like a good baby face quick victory over ruby in a singles match and then just take her on to something else i'll take that pairing the two of them tonight made no sense yeah yeah i mean ruby i like ruby but come on yeah she's not a star i'm not a fan She's not a star. Same with Shayna. We'll get to Shayna. Dana Brooke would have, pairing Bianca with Dana Brooke would do more for Bianca than pairing her with Ruby, given the way Ruby's been booked. Tonight was the first win Ruby's been a part of. Yeah. Like, in quite some time. Which, which isn't fair to her. She came back from the injured reserve list. No, it's not her fault. Again. They've done a terrible job. They've done a terrible job with her. But she's also not a star. Even though I'm not a fan, they didn't help things, in my opinion. Right. They brought her back. DJ Carter 499 saying Montez and Bianca could be a heck of a power couple if booked right. Yes. No street yep. profits tonight. Uh, well, uh, Angelo Dar- uh, Dawkins oh, that's had right. a baby. That is so. True. There are a lot of COVID uh, cases as well, so which is why a lot of, you know, there's a lot of chats asking why so and so is not on there. But there have and been Steve Marcuccielli desperately wants to know. Cena plays Hogan. Who plays Hall and Nash for today in an NWO style Ooh, angle? I play Ooh. Nash. <laughs> yes uh, absolutely is, is it a movie is that what you're saying no if, no, you, if you were to do that heel turn like if oh, you were no. to do the nw i don't have to, don't have to wrestle <laughs> i have to exert energy. <laughs> i think roman reigns roman reigns is in there Ooh. um Braun, that would be that would change things Braun's roman reigns and randy orton braun's got to get super lean super lean yeah i think he could pull it off maybe maybe i think reigns and, i think reigns cena randy orton that would be money. Wait, who's playing Kevin Nash? Uh, Reigns. Oh, I see. Okay, never mind. I misunderstood yeah. the question. 
Eric Grothwall, 299, saying uh, CM Punk is his favorite. Unfortunately, the push wasn't sustained. I mean, I see why we all liked him. You know, he was different and said what he wanted to on a live microphone. That was, I remember when I was a TNA when that happened, it was earth shattering when he got that pipe bomb. The pipe bomb was probably, I mean, we were talking about this uh, before the start of the decade. Top, top five. five. Top five for the decade. It has to be. Go back. Oh, at least for the decade. I, I Nexus, it, that. Yeah. I give it much more than that. I, I swear to God. Go back and rewatch it. I think it's it top one. Insane. What else? Great. Uh, uh, Lesnar de- ending Taker Streak is the forget other Forget decade. I mean, I, I mean promos of all oh, time. Promos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has to be a top ten of all time. And that's saying a lot because there's a lot mm-hmm. of good Dusty promos, Jerry Lawler promos, um, you know, Ric Flair promos, obviously. But who cuts promos like that now? N- no one. Oh, and, and And the fact that he did it, it just stood out because those, pro- those promos are no, no longer existent. Promos are a lost art. It was well, really yeah. good. And John Cena, Scherzer sitting there and a bunch of paint, whatever he's saying. It was so good. It was so hilarious. It was so <laughs> yeah. good. Oh, it was yeah. so good. Uh, but instead, we get segments like tonight with our truth backstage talking to Ricochet and Cedric mm-hmm. Alexander uh, and Akira Tozawa and uh, Ricochet doing the crane kick from Karate Kid <clears throat> stance. So that was something. Waste time. Yes. Then we have the 24-7 title match, Akira Tozawa versus R-Truth. Shayna Baszler interrupting. Why? I don't know. I don't know. What did you guys think of this? Uh, I mean, what what are they going to do? I assume if Asuka retains, Shayna's going to face Asuka next? Permission to speak freely? (laughs) Yes. Shayna Baszler sucks. I mean, she just <laughs> she's, has no. She just has no charisma. She's nothing. I mean, this, I hate to say this, it. Is this NWO Raj? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she's just. She just doesn't have that. And it's it's crazy because she is a legit badass. But when she talks, yes, it's just like it's weird. It's just brutal. It, this is what I told you guys about a long time ago. That's the thing I thought I was always missing. Is that as big as timid as I look, if you've never met me before, my voice does not carry that. And there's yeah. something to be said about your, I know it sounds bizarre, your voice matching your look and then your work matching your look on top of it. Exactly. Go back in time and look at Travis Tomko. People probably don't know what I'm talking about, but go back and watch yes. him. He yeah, looked cats and- insane. He looked like he would really screw your life up in a fight. Trust me. But like, if you were to talk to Travis, he was incredibly intelligent. His voice didn't really match, you know, his body. I'm the same way. Um, so I, I think she has that working against her, and her nobody's worked with her on those promos uh, on how maybe less should be more. You know what I mean? With her maybe because she is a legit badass. Yeah. Show her shoot fights. Show you know what I mean? They did a good job with her in NXT, all things considered. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's when she's talking like she's trying to be a badass, it works against Doesn't her. Work. It works against her. Yeah, but if she just talks, it's fine. I don't know. It's weird. I, I yeah. don't know. In hindsight, that supposed vampire character ain't looking right. so bad. Or she bit yeah. Becky's back what was, or whatever. What was the follow-up on that, by the way? I forget. There wasn't, but that people assumed she was going to be like a vampire character. I actually say go back to that. I think that would actually give her <laughs> something to do. Someone saying uh, Shayna needs a manager. You know, Paige would be good in that role. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. She could do. She could pull that off. I think. Yeah, 
That's a good. That's a good one. It's not bad. Idea. By no means do I think Shane is bad in the ring or anything. I just no. think her promos just suck. Name and Buck ninety nine most underrated promo was Miz in a singles run. Mm. With WWE, oh, when he was being like Cena, he did cut some good promos. I do remember yeah. those. I mean, Miz is a promo on Daniel Bryan. This is epic. Epic. That was epic. Yes. Um, Antoine Fair. I feel like they're serving. They are swerving, and Ricochet is with. Oh, they're swerving, and Ricochet is with MVP. To Roger Point, Shane is a Triple H created hype. He needs to maybe write her stuff. I think I do something. <laughs> yeah. TJ Carter is saying uh, Robert Stone. If he got called up, should manage Shane. <laughs> I was I was thinking that it'd be too comical and it wouldn't work. Yeah. I don't get why Robert Stone's a manager. He's got, you know, he's got the looks, he's got charisma, he's got a, a good, you know, good physique and everything. Yeah. Looks like an athlete. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Um, we saw more about this eye for an eye match. Oh, the Seth Rollins promo. Good Lord. Do we really have to talk about this? He just repeated the nope. same thing. No, nope, we don't. Fast forward. Yeah, this, this was so bad. This was so bad. This is so stupid. This is why people aren't watching wrestling anymore because they're putting their effort. They put more effort, first off, in the stupid Messiah gimmick. Uh, and then, two, this storyline with Ray, this eye for an eye thing, these Seth promos, all of this. This feels like where all the creative juice is going. And, like, it's, it's so, so terrible. I can't think of a single thing that I've watched on TV for the last six months that's been as bad as the Seth Rollins promos tonight, probably being the worst. And I watch a lot of crap. I watch a lot of shit television and the Seth stuff is absolutely the worst thing every week. Permission to speak freely. Go for it. dude. <laughs> Seth Rollins is the biggest waste of a big star uh, that we've seen in the last three months. Like they're just wasting him. Wasting. He's, he's wasted and, and he's a star. And, and, and this gimmick He's, he's just terrible. I, I just think the, the whole Monday Night Messiah, you don't believe what he's saying. You don't buy what he's like. He's a leader of a cult. You know, it, it just sucks. I watched the other night. Do you remember when TBS showed wrestling in the 80s and TBS had those sitcoms that looked like they were shot on a camcorder for $5? And they had that sitcom Rocky Road about the kids whose parents died and left them a beach ice cream shop. That is one of the worst sitcoms I've ever seen. And I was watching episodes of that on YouTube the other night. That was better than Seth's promos. Oh, Seth, Seth sucks. I mean, you look at uh, Bray Wyatt with the Wyatt family. You believed it. Uh, CM Punk with the Straight Edge Society. It, it was believable. This is a completely, it's a complete miss. You don't believe that these people are, there's no mission. Like, what's the mission statement? Like, why are, what is his way to get people attracted to joining this cult? There's, there's nothing. It's, it's, it makes the Dark Order look oh, no, like no, the, I wouldn't go that far. Really? Would you rather watch the Dark yeah. Order yeah. and Brody Lee doing his Vince impression? Or you no, watch I'd Seth rather Rothbard watch Seth <laughs> than you're, the Dark you're Order. You're insane. That the Seth Dark promo tonight was sucks. terrible. The Dark Order is the worst. Promo was so bad. Uh, Michael Manesse <laughs> is, how dare you saying the ninjas is up there. Ninjas, ninjas are awesome, ah. okay? They're just not being used properly. <sighs> I, I'm not a fan of today's wrestling. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. And we're not going to talk about the ninjas, Glenn, so. I no, I'm just saying ninjas in general are awesome. The fact that okay. we have to bring that up. <laughs> yes. Uh, Murphy versus Alistair Black. 
So the match here, I was looking forward to. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't care about the characters as much as I should be caring about, especially Alistair Black. Um, but the match was good. Well, until it got interfered with by Seth and uh, Kevin Owens out there. Yeah. And then we had Rollins versus Owens with Owens getting the win. Yeah. I mean, good match. Love Kevin Owens. Like, this is bringing <clears throat> Kevin Owens down. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, Big Show backstage. Like, I, I keep thinking, when are we getting to the good stuff? Big Show backstage talking to Ric Flair. What was up Let's with this? the main event? Spoiler yeah. alert. We, we don't get to it. <laughs> There's a Our, reason why we've been talking about a bunch of bullshit until. <laughs> yeah. Uh, R-Truth yes. versus Randy Orton. Um, Randy Orton getting the win. Quick. Like, yes. He, Ricochet. I, I gotta say, I, I do gotta say, like I thought Ric Flair was awesome tonight. Like he had a very uh, low key promo, but I thought it was awesome. Like Ric Flair, if you want to learn, don't learn from Kenny Omega. Yes. Learn from Ric Flair. Yes, these wrestlers better be picking his brain because he's he wants to tell everybody like so much knowledge. He loves it. Exactly. So if these kids are not picking his brain. Shame on them. Yeah, I mean, that's a superstar. <clears throat> I mean. 72 years old, or 70, whatever, 75, 77, whatever he is, he's cutting promos that, you know, uh, he runs circles over everyone that's there right now. That's sad, but it's the truth. It's true. Um, <laughs> like, Raymond Rowe. Yeah. Really quick, how we, as a wrestler, I'm just telling you, I'd be super competitive with it. Even when I was TNA, I'd watch his promos, and I'd be later on that night with a promo. You don't think I'll be watching it going, I know I've got an uphill battle because this is Rick friggin' Flair here, but I've got to at least go out and swim for the fences and try. Yeah. You know? And be like, I take it like competitively. I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut a better promo. Did I? No. But did I try? Yes. There you go. These guys today don't do that. Uh, I'm, I'm not kissing your ass, Matt, but your promos, like <laughs> the ones you cut on here are just fucking amazing. Like you, Thanks, bro. you, you kill it. And I just feel like we're not seeing enough of that um, in, yeah. in wrestling. Name and Roebuck 99 stories are corny to non-wrestling fans like this. Oh, it's so corny. Okay. Well put, Nate. Ricochet versus Bobby Lashley <laughs> with Bobby getting the win. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to say about it? Let's just go to the main event. Let's just Bobby really... looked great. Bobby's oh, Ra- awesome. Randy Orton's yeah. going to have a, an unsanctioned match against Big Show next week. Ugh, who cares? Like, Siri, I mean, who? I, somebody, somebody in the chat. If you're like a fan of Big Show and you pop and you're like, oh, it's great the Big Show is back on. T-. I mean, when Kane would come back, I would be like, oh, that's really awesome. I like Kane. I always enjoyed seeing Kane. But Big Show, like, does anyone really into, I mean, since Beast no. in the East, does anyone no. really care about Big Show? Nobody ever has and nobody ever will. It's true. Sorry, that's why he was sorry. so intimidated by you, Matt. That's sorry why. Show, sorry, show, but not sorry. Big Show has he has the size, but he didn't have the charisma. It's just not like no, you look at him and Andre. He, he had the charisma, but he was just whatever. His matches were boring as hell. No, yeah, I mean, if he was a foot taller than Andre, and you look at the two of them, Andre stands out. Like he just didn't have that. He wasn't quite. I don't know. I felt like he just never had that. Uh, that extra. 
that extra. <laughs> the shaved it, head it, is when it really gelled. I think when he had hair, he had that kind of like old young guy look that didn't work so well. You didn't like long haired Big C. I did like long. I actually did. I, I liked him in WCW when he was the giant. Yes, I thought he was, he was the a best. Giant. Yeah, yes. reminded me of like Ogre from. Revenge I thought of the WWE Nerds. ruined him. In a, in a lot of ways. WCW, I remember, I'll never forget this. He was on one of the Saturday Night episodes. They were comparing him to Ken Griffey Jr. at the time. They were <laughs> saying, like, he's our rookie. He's our rookie of the year. He's this up and, you know what I mean? Future Hall of Famer. Like, you thought you were seeing a big deal at such an early age. You know, mm. people give WCW crap, but they did Goldberg better. They did The Big Show better. They did Lex Luger. They, yes, uh, they did. I'd say Ric Flair. Um, Sting's presentation Sting for sure. so far. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Tuckraft pointing out they're doing an unsanctioned match the night after Extreme Rules. Uh, what up with that? I just think it's gimmick. I just think it's gimmick, gimmick, gimmick because of bad ratings, like Raj said earlier. Tell you, we're this close to the all musical episode, all singing, all dancing. Doing yep. things around. Uh, Anthony Y. Ross, bad Ross drinking on a Monday. It's best, Brad. That's how bad Raw was. <laughs> Seriously. An hour into it, I was like, fuck it. I need, I can't watch this show. As Tammy's saying, we don't need Big Show, let alone in multiple segments every week. Thank you, Tammy. Tammy's always on point. Always. Absolutely. Uh, so, let's talk about the women's tag team title match, the Kabuki Warriors versus Sasha Banks and Bailey. Now, we got to re, uh, we rewatched the video promo, the Sasha and Bailey video that they showed on SmackDown, yeah. I believe, a week or Which two ago. Good. Yeah, I like that. It's fun. Fun. So this match was freaking great. It's fantastic. Yes, this was good. But Sasha think about everything. Think about everything we had to sit through, Matt, to get oh, to yeah. this match. It was annoying to get there, for sure. And a lot of fans left along the way, I guarantee it. It's one of those things where you get paid extra for that third hour raw, right? Like the, they're making so much more by having three hours. But ultimately, how much is it hurting you? Like how much is it hurting your popularity? All forms of your business... ultimately are getting hurt because you're killing your popularity by having that third hour. In my opinion, I think it just, this Roz and it's, it's not even uh, post pandemic before it's just insufferable. It's, it's hard to watch for three hours. Yep. I would not invite a friend to watch this show. The main event was great. This was like going that to the family, match. the family values tour in 1999. I just really want to see Limp Biscuit, but before that, I've got to sit through Primus and Stained. Stained was good. I liked. Really? Yes. Say the one thing. He had a great good. voice. Never. I never have to see Primus ever again. I don't get it. I don't think anyone Primus. actually even likes. No one likes Primus. They just buy that to seem like Primus. Cool. Wait, you name five Primus songs. Ah. I know one. <laughs> I know more Primus songs. I mean, the Jerry was a race car driver. Shake hands with beef. Uh, we're known as Big Brown Beaver. Um, I think that's all Man, I got. You're, you're not you cool. know what I know. <laughs> oh my goodness! So great. WWE, look what you've done to Raj, Gary. This is your <laughs> fault. You're doing. Spirited Primus debate going on in the rest uh. of the chat room. Um, question for Matt from Rothman. <laughs> how much does it... Why did you say much, that way? <laughs> how much does it hurt to take a bump in a wrestling ring? I've always wondered. 
at first it feels like you were in a car accident. Same with hitting the ropes for the first time. It kills. Your body becomes callous to it after a while, though. It's like a guy who karate chops. You ever see a little scrawny guy who could karate chop through all these breaks? You're like, oh, my God, how does this tiny guy do that? Because his hand becomes, sorry, his hand becomes so callous to it after so many repetitions. Our backs and our necks become so callous to smack in their mat. If you throw your back as hard as you can at the mat, it's a better bump, they mm-hmm. say. It's safer and it hurts less, believe it or not. Hmm. Um, but there's no trampoline in there. Those are steel. I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a tough guy, but it's boards and beams and it kills until you get the hang of it. And your body becomes numb uh, to it eventually. Matt, what was the worst move you've ever taken? Like I, luckily, I luckily never got to take, I had to take too many. Yeah, really? it was too big. Yeah. Like Scott Steiner? <laughs> that, what is, I don't know, he's never bumped me. He's never. Never uh, Aegis Styles only, clash? The, the first, for, for Steiner, the craziest I ever gotten was him doing what? Uh, belly, the side belly to belly. Never over the head. He can never do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm too tall. Um, trying to think. Styles clash I took in training once just to prove that I could take it. I wanted to take it in a match, but um, no, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Now with the Styles Clash, know. you don't tuck your chin. That's the key with the Styles Clash. Yes, yes, it is. You want to know? We didn't talk about this the other night, but Keith Lee, Adam Cole hitting Keith Lee with the Canadian Destroyer was fucking stupid, right? I I, yeah. I agree. I, I do agree. I hate taking any negativities in that match because I loved that match. I, I did too. I, I love the build, but you're right. It looks stupid. Move. It, yeah. it did. It did. But see, that's where we're at in pro wrestling right now. Where we're supposed to pop. Right. It's more about who moves. Took, who took the move. Right. And how athletic Keith Lee is for being able to essentially do a backflip or front flip um, by making pulling that move off somehow and taking it. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're supposed to be watching. We're supposed to be like, oh, my right. God. You know, he just got dropped on his head. His match is going to be over. One, two, kick out. Oh, my God. I can't believe he kicked out. That's not where we're at. Right. We're giving these we're giving these guys and gals credit for their athleticism for the ones that are agreeing with the move, if you will, right? Because right. it's Keith Lee agreeing to go up, basically. Yes. Yeah. And that's where you lose suspension of disbelief. Yeah. And no one is believing that Adam Cole can like dominate, like do a, a move like that on Keith. Like Lee. that? No. Yeah. So why do it? Uh Kelly Preston, yeah, passed away. Oh, that's that was right. very sad. Um, R.I.P. Kelly Preston. Space Camp. I remember Jerry Maguire. She was yeah. Jerry Maguire, yeah. smoking. Um, she was a, she was a really good actress, and John Travolta. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Sumed B. When WWE came to India six years ago, actually changed to please retire. Her big show. He gave me a death Ooh. stare. Oh, that should be. Oh, he hates that. He hate he hates that. <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> thank you. But, uh, thank you, Samad. I just read the rest of that. Thank you. But he's been there forever, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's been, getting those chan- he's been getting those chances for 10 years. So that night that Goldberg beat Hogan for the WCW title, like it was an iconic night. Big Show was on that card. He beat the Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's how long, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, you know, just putting it in perspective, it's just... Long time. Big Show yeah. should not be crushing these guys. They should be having. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Lars Sullivan, but Lars should be destroying him or someone you, that is you're Lars going to be the next. With, is Lars still with him? Yeah, he is. Yeah, they haven't released him. 
Hmm. Rusev has COVID. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Lana, Lana's parents. What a, what a, what a year. Anyway. Sucks. Yeah. This is the most impressed I've been all, all year. Not to, not to sound all corny, but like this is why we got to be better to one another. This is the crappiest year I think we'll ever go through. It has to be, right? Yeah. Just we as a just society, I hope we gotta, so. We, we got to be better to one another, especially during crappy times like this. That's all. I just don't see it. Ha- I don't see it happening, but I hope so. I wish it would. Oh, here we go, uh, Matt. What take what what hurts more, doing dives or taking them? Doing them. Doing them. TNA, I started showing everybody how athletic I am, everybody. So watch this. Would be <laughs> climbing to the top rope, and then I would do a uh, dive to the outside on to beer money. They both would catch me. Um, th- that sucked. Because <laughs> you'd hit the hard floor. You know what I mean? they do the best to right. catch me, but, you know, I'm 300 pounds flying. At them. That's not easy to catch. But uh, for me, yeah, definitely doing the crossbody. Um, Edgar is asking, do you like working and wrestling with Sting? Uh, was he your favorite? I did. I did like going uh, over some of the stuff backstage together and some of the things he would let me do, you know, and try to help me get over. Right. But then being in the ring and I love Sting. I love Steve to get to death. I hate saying this, but he'd forget a lot. Like there's times in which I'm calling for a Stinger splash out there and you can visibly see it. Oh. Literally, me taking the buckle and going, let's go. Like, like, dude, I'm being dead serious. Go back and watch it. Wow. Gold Trunks, Matt Morgan versus Sting. Go back and watch it. You'll see it. And wow. then you'll see the Scorpion Deathlock where I'm like, what are you doing to me? And I had to, like, pretend I passed out from it. And it did not look like he had it on me. It looked like he was, like, stretching my calf for me. Personality-wise, Sting always seemed like he was one of the cooler guys. Like, he So just... nice. That's why I don't like saying what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. He's such a good guy. Yeah. But wow. let it be known again of how incredibly good Ric Flair was. Yeah. You'll see him go back and watch him versus Sting. Ric Flair would do this. He was he was coaching him in the ring at the time. And he would beg off. No. <laughs> it tells Sting to keep doing that and flexing on him. You know what I mean? No sell the chops. All right, man. I'm going to put you on the spot. The greatest wrestler of all time. Who is it? It's out of nowhere. Um, That's kind of crazy. Like, I've never asked you this. Kind of weird. Like, greatest in the ring wrestler? Or my favorite as a all, kid? All time. Your favorite. If someone said, who was the greatest wrestler of all time, who would you answer? Hulk Hogan. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I mean, but, like, to be in the ring, like, oh, my God, this guy's an animal. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glenn, who would you say? It's tough. I mean, one. because because what do you what do you judge because it on? For me, I mean, just your personal favorite, like the I one mean, that got you into wrestling. Favorite? I mean, it's, I've had, but I've had I've, when I was a kid, Piper. Um, mm-hmm. When I was older, Brett got me back into it okay. for a spell. Um, I think The Rock, obviously. Um, oh, that's a good one. You know, CM Punk got me back into it for a while, okay. and then. Uh, so Rock's the coolest one. Let me let me reiterate yeah. my answer. Fix my answer. I think Rock may be then. For me, it's Randy Savage. But yeah, I can see that. That's a good one. But like Rock, like I could watch in any home, and I wouldn't be made fun of for watching it. 
Randy Savage is the one guy who you'll never be like, that guy reminds me of Randy Savage. Like, he's so unique. He's so out oh. of this world, you know? Like, yeah, no oh, one even tries. Yeah, it, it, it's just, everyone you, copies him, but... His, his character was so big that you didn't even realize he was like, what, 5'9", five, 5'10"? Right. Five, he, he presented himself. You never himself. knew that. Yeah. I always thought he was every bit of six foot two or something. I always, six yeah. three. My first uh, WrestleMania that I watched the day of, I watched it a couple hours after, was WrestleMania 4. Savage beating, you know, Savage and Hogan. Oh, uh, WrestleMania 5 was Savage and Hogan. Cool. And I remember, like, I in my head, I was like a Hogan fan. And then during that match, I was, found myself just going to Savage and just going to Savage. And by the end, I wanted Savage to win. And I was a Randy Savage fan after that. Just It just, he was just awesome. Go back, fans. If I'm sure you've all seen Randy Savage, but if you have it, just watch his body language. He never stood still. He was hmm. always doing something in these weird isms that only he could do. Yeah. Like if I try to do that, I'd get laughed out of a building. I'm sure. But like he made everything work, and and just was so damn different. Yeah, you're right. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to see that. Like everyone, at, all the wrestlers right now just seem very like normal guys. And, and his don't promos see those. were good too. His promos yeah. were good too, man. Yeah, I mean, to this day, if you go, yeah, you know who you're talking about, right? Everybody sure. knows. <laughs> and I think I, that's I, that's what I like is larger than life characters. It's like saying who's the best superhero of all time. You know, it's like Batman. It's okay, see, there you go. <laughs> Mind talk. Oh yeah, Hulk. Oh, Hulk was on. I'd probably, you know, it's weird. They never did a good uh, Hulk movie. No, they did an no. okay Hulk. The movie. Edward Norton did one you? was okay. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it's funny because I'm such a Marvel head, but uh, I think Superman might be. I mean, obviously, he's like the most enduring of them all, and there's a reason why. But not my favorite. Yeah. All right, Glenn, I'm gonna do my step on Raj's pop. I know. Do it again, Raj, for the people. Oh, yeah, thinking, thinking, thinking about, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Joe Man, Randy Savage. Do you ever watch, um, Raj, there's a DJ who does mashups, <laughs> DJ uh, Cumberbund. Oh, my God, that guy is awesome. He always has Randy Savage drops. He has Mean Gene saying his name. At the beginning of every mashup, he did one that's a mashup of uh, Footloose, Kenny Loggins, Footloose, and Pearl Jam's Jeremy. That is like legitimately just so brilliant. Like it's so good. I listen the, to it all the time. Like that whole yeah, the Pearl Jam. That's awesome. Where he takes Jeremy, the he takes the vocals from Jeremy, puts over the music to Footloose. But Macho Man <laughs> has like that's a cameo quite the in every combo. Time. It's so good. Just it's called Jeroloose. You got to look it up. It's really good. Wow. How do these people make money doing that? You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I've made mashups before, and the reason why I never did is I was like, one, there's no money in it, uh, or the reason I don't release them, one, there's no money, and two, I think if you got too popular, you'll get sued, you know, you'll get takedowns, yeah. but some people just do it. I guess they don't care. Is Jeremy right. Cumberbund's rich now? DJ Cumberbund, he does, uh, like, celebrity voicemails for, like, uh, 25 bucks a pop, so probably not. Right. But his channel's <laughs> great. I mean, I love his mashups. They're fantastic. All right. Last question. Matt... Best uh, best wrestling theme of all time. The entrance music. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Machos. Machos is pretty over. Um, the graduation song. Yeah, but no, I got to go with "I'm a Real American." When that oh. music would yeah. hit, people would lose their bleep. You know what? Uh... All right, here we go. 
Here we go. Y'all ready for this? Y'all <laughs> ready in the chat? Oh my god, who is this guy? <laughs> huh? yeah. Here comes the yeah! Here comes the special! The demolition! <laughs> Walking disaster! Pain and destruction! Oh, middle name. <laughs> it's a long middle name. Is that all? I thought it was all that remains. All these. Oh, I think you're right. So, I thought it was our middle name. It could be. <laughs> I always thought it was all that remains. But listen, yeah. that is a top ten for sure. That's a yeah. real cool song. I would definitely play in my truck. I think like a total dork, but yeah. I think that's a great song. The ones that I had for years on my iPod. Um, Shane O'Mac, Here Comes the Money. Really. Y'all love that. Oh, love my that. God. Why? The money? Here comes yeah. the money? I love that. What would you do when you're driving? Would you bob your head when you're driving? I would absolutely bob my head. That was on my workout mix. Oh, uh, when I first heard Cena's theme, that got added. <laughs> Cena's uh, oh, no. Story. When Cena's first came out, that was cool. I was. first came out. And, and I got, you know, my, yes. my favorite of recent years, uh, Somebody Call My Mama. Like yeah. that still. Ernie Funkasaurus. Uh, no, the Funkasaurus theme. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. like I mean that just I like I like that I like the new day theme, but I like a lot of the more recent ones. Um, I thought when CFO was doing it, they were doing some good stuff. What's that? What's that? I mean, you can't go wrong with this. I mean, you yeah. can't go wrong with that. No, it's all right. I think so. As far as rock music goes, you know what it was? Is a lot of themes sounded like, and this is no disrespect to Jim Johnston, but a lot of them sounded like bad recordings of rock songs, like our knockoffs of rock yes. songs. Um, yes. I mean, I like the ones that really stood on their own. What about that one? What about uh, uh, Axe and Smash? That was good. That was okay. The one that I it. really like can't stand. Lately, this one is... for sure has stood. Let's see. All right. Ready? Yep. Yeah. Undertaker. Yes, yes, we know yes, who it is. We, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. I thought it was Marty Zanetti. I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, but uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, someone just brought this up. Uh, hold on a second. What? Uh, <laughs> DX, Run DMC. Oh, that was so good. I had that. Yeah. That played this right there here. This was awesome. Let this play. This is good, actually. Let this play. That was awesome. So, I had that, and on this album, if I'm not mistaken, was Rocks. Yeah, uh, cool one too. They did a remix with The Rock. Uh, with, yeah, it was uh, like uh, Wyclef. Was it Wyclef? I want to say. Oh, when the Wyclef did the song that sampled The Rock. The it doesn't matter it song. Called? It doesn't smell matter. Rock, smell what The Rock is cooking. Method oh, Man. Yeah. Method Man. Yes, smell yes. The Rock is cooking. No. Yeah. Do you smell what The Rock is? Yes. That was a good one too, and that was on the same album. P.S. I was out of college and going to my job with Enterprise, listening to this in the morning. 
Like I miss, somebody, you gotta get pumped up. I miss wrestling being f- cool. Cool. Yeah. Yes. I had a bunch of my friends who I could show, like I could show them the, like that Mankind Undertaker match. Mm-hmm. I could show them Stone Cold coming in as Zamboni, and they converted. Like it was like it wasn't just like yep. okay, I'm gonna watch what you're doing. It's like they became fans. And yep. well, I didn't know it was like this anymore. I thought it was like, and they'd make fun of right. it from what it yeah. used to be. Right. right. Yeah, I thought it was Honky Tonk Man, but this yes. this is what yes. it is? Yeah. Stone hey, Cold. what happens to the Bulldogs? Like, they make a joke like that or something like that, but, like, they would convert. How do we get wrestling cool again? I don't have that answer. Well, step one, Bianca Belair. Just, mm. Okay. But Bianca definitely needs to be spotlit, yes. I mean, honestly, this is the thing Who's with the women. a crossover, like, someone that's, like... Sasha you could tell be. your friends who like this person mm-hmm. is awesome. Well, Becky was for a hot minute. Sasha with a full entrance, Snoop walking her out. Mm. That I think would that was a, bring, they that would bring people blew over. it. That would bring people over. You know, this they might blew it weird. when she came out with the Snoop they entrance did. and she lost. This, Stupidest thing ever. I agree. This, this might sound weird. Stupid. If Sasha had done Total Divas, because she never did Total Divas, did she? No. No. I think if she would have done Total Divas, that would have put her in the... She would have been bigger than the Bellas. I think she would have been the biggest would, female star in the company. Here's my question. Would she? Because she's got to keep that act up. Right. Yeah. Of being... What's her gimmick? Um, legit boss. Legit boss. Like, could she pull that off 24 hours a day? Maybe. But I'm telling you, like, the Bellas... Like, people still... Like, the Bellas are an entity separate from I, wrestling. Definitely. They're bigger. Yeah, but it's being who they really are. That's what guy. That's yeah. what's work. It's not them playing characters. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's Sasha's the key. a character. It is interesting. I feel like we don't really know much about the real Sasha Banks, even looking no. at her social media. Right. Which you know? I do appreciate, like her healing it up. I, I think that's good. Yeah. But I think she has potential. I mean, they've got they've got people. They've got talent. Ricochet. I mean, Ricochet. It's incredible how they mismanaged Ricochet. It is incredible. You could have showed anybody those early Ricochet matches and those moves, and you're telling me they wouldn't want to tune in to watch that guy every week? Yeah, they would. Okay, I agree with that, uh, Raj. I think they would. I think if they show him do not flip outside the ring and onto the concrete just to go talk smack to his opponent, they'd be yeah. like, what the hell? My nephew doesn't give a shit about wrestling. I try and get him interested in wrestling all the time. I showed him some Ricochet stuff, and he was like, this is like a real-life Spider-Man. Show me more of this guy. Real quick, you guys want to hear the best theme song of all time? Yeah, sure. All right, here it is. In the in the chat. Dusty Rhodes, Common Man, guaranteed. Nope. Ooh, good call. <laughs> this song was awesome. I mean, now that I hear it, maybe it's not the best of all time, but it's pretty, it's up there. No, it's up there. And the entrance itself, if you pair it yeah. with it, it The blood. The right. coming the, up out of the ground. That was the, cool. The themes, the CFO run of themes, I think was more consistent. Like they were putting out, I mean, think about it, like Nakamura's theme, Bobby Roode, just all those songs, even Sasha, even Bailey. They were putting out stuff that sounded Who's more... CFO? 
CFO was the music group that was doing all the NXT. They took over for Jim Johnston, and then uh, mm. they got like yeah, fired. Like, or they didn't get renewed. Like, what was it a year yeah, ago? They were good. No, you're right. I, yeah. Those people you just said, I liked all their entrances. Yeah, even American Alpha's theme. I mean, that stuff. Like, you could listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like, if the production was really good, they were putting some effort into it. How about this? Yeah. All right. Oh, slick. This is awesome. <laughs> You're a jive soul, bro. A jive soul, bro, when you always <laughs> lie to your friends. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. And why don't they have a better version of Dusty's Oh, theme? Jake it Roberts, like, best of all time. It sounds like Dusty's theme, they're always playing it off the same cassette tape that they've had since 1987. Like, why don't they re-record that and really make it sound good? You know the cowbells? Hmm? You know the cowbell? No, I'm saying the quality of the recording sounds like it's played on an old cassette tape every time. Interesting. Like remaster it, remix it. Do you like I'm not saying remix like do a remix. I'm saying make it sound good, make it sound current, um, clean. Well, guys, I do gotta say this was fun because it's been a miserable week. I've yeah, had man. a I've had a rough one. And um, Sasha Banks and Bailey won that match, by the way. We already said that. Did we? <laughs> we already said that. But uh, I, I appreciate this, and I, I think I think everyone tuning in. This was this has been for whatever reason. This has been the most depressed I've been all week. Yeah, all <laughs> in my life. No this, man, this I week. know. We were talking before the air. We went on, and, and uh, sorry you're going through it. Please. Um, but it was good to get on here. And Champagne this problems. Is, but this is what. But this is what the show is about. It really yeah. is. It's about getting out here and us being able to all relate and talk about the same crap that we all love or like tonight, unfortunately, hate and want to yeah. see better. All right. So it was cool to be on this show with you guys tonight. Thank you. I want wrestling to be better. I I think we all do. Yep. And wrestling we'll be- sucks right now. <laughs> so, all right. Glenn, what do we so got good. coming up? Glenn, what do we got coming up? Uh, Wednesday night, NXT is going up against Fight for the Fallen on AEW. Me, Matt Morgan, Justin Labar. Mm-hmm. Friday, we're back with SmackDown. And Sunday, Extreme Rules 2020. Who's going to be on for Extreme Rules, Rush? I think I think it's us. Oh. Um, Giving up a Sunday. Uh, unless I could get talk Justin into it. <laughs> I'm, just <kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. I, 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 there's no way I'm missing a chance with an eye getting pulled out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, whatever... Even even the worst you think of it, how it could be, it's probably going to be even worse. Than that. You got to give WWE this. You are curious about how they're going to do it. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little yeah. bit, yeah. Like it sucks. It's stupid, but it curious. Is silly. <laughs> yep. There you have it, folks. Uh, mm-hmm. So on that note, we'll be back here on Wednesday night. Until then, take care, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane. We'll see you back here on the Wrestling Gang Podcast. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com prenatal.